0: hello 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 and welcome back to another episode of the nameless book podcast i am your host Turezo, which you can call me Turu. and it's so good to be recording and to be like um putting this out there again i was about to say interacting with you guys but it's i mean it's good to be back i mean i took a, a hiatus that wasn't necessarily planned um But it was necessary for me. Um, Those those of you who follow me on Instagram know that um, the break was due to the fact that I was enrolled in the Young African Leaders Initiative, um, YALI, in the Regional Leadership Center for Southern Africa um, in the Public Management and Governance Track, which I graduated from about two weeks ago. So, um, that's what I was up to. (laughs) I did manage to read one book during that time while I was enrolled in that, um, program. And it was the book I am reviewing today. So today I am going to be reviewing The Death of Vivek Oji by Akwaeke Emezi. And, um, wow, 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 wow. That is what I have to say about this book Like, Akwaeke Mz can write. They can write, okay? They can write. Um, I listened to the audio version of this book. Um, A friend of mine from my reading group, um, Simole, um, told me the other day that it only arrived in South Africa, so which means now I can order it for delivery in Botswana at our local bookstore, which I'm going to do. You know, over the past few months, I've been either, if I'm not buying physical books that I can't find, I am either borrowing them from the digital library or listening to audiobooks. So that's why some of my posts have been mainly audio. You see me holding up my phone for the digital books that I get from the digital library. And with this book, I told myself I'm going to wait for the physical but then fomo because bookstagram made me do it right i had a couple of friends who were reading it um like mido and another friend of ours on twitter i don't know what book twitter is called but okay yeah and 100 on books um and they were just like yo you need to read this book so I caved and I started listening to the audiobook and I listened to it in the morning as I was getting ready for work and on my morning commute. And listen, I don't know how it took me long to finish it because it was one of those books where I was like, yo, this story is so good, but I also don't want to finish this book. I don't know why I'm whispering. But it was really, really good. It was really, really good. And You know, this book covers so many themes. It covers African parenting but I have to say. African parenting, I'm literally putting up my hands to do like quotation marks. And I have to say African parenting, not just parenting. For context, right? It covers African parenting. It covers queerness. It covers um, incest. It covers community for me. And... It covers... Yeah, it it covers African parenting, community, incest. It covers... Yeah, I think those are the main themes that I drew from this book. There are other many... And queerness again. And other many other themes that other people might want to talk about. But, you know, this book starts off and it tells you obviously the story of the death of vivek og and the story is told in past present and the now yeah past present now is present oh my gosh past present to make you understand the events around vivek's death right and You know, I'm, I'm really trying to review this and not give away many spoilers, but also give an understanding to the listener, to you guys, as to why this, I feel like this book is a very important book. Um, and that a book that I feel people need to read. So, on the day that Vivek was born, his m- paternal grandmother also passed away. Now, when he was born, he was born with a mark on his leg that his mother, his grandmother also had. And his father, Chica, said, a thing cannot be in two places at once. That is how he knew that his mother had passed. Now, as Africans, as um, spiritual people Africa. i believe honestly i honestly believe in my heart that africans are very very spiritual people whether it's christianity african spirituality whatever africans are very very spiritual people african african spirituality is is part of who we are right spirituality is part of who we are and that being said um because of the mark on vivek's leg throughout his childhood he would have blackouts Where it seems like maybe his grandmother's spirit would take over his body, right? Cool. It's not weird at all. I mean... (laughs) I mean, it is, but it's also not weird at all. If you understand the history, if you know history about these things, shit happens, right? For lack of a better context and word, shit happens. Um... Vivek grew up with his cousin, Osita, who is um, his father, Chika's brother's son, Ekeni. Ekeni is married to Mary. Chika, who is a Vivek's father, is married to Kavita. Kavita, who is not Nigerian, I would say she's from Asia. Um, I don't know if it was really specified that she was Indian. Yes. But Osita and Vivek grew up together, right? As brothers, They spent a lot of time together. And for the longest time, Osita was the only one who knew about Vivek's blackout. Um, until one of Vivek's blackouts um, actually pulled Osita and Vivek apart as they were growing up. As they became teenagers, right? And most of the book focuses on the relationship or the breakdown between... Well, not most of the book, but the relationship between Osita and Vivek is one of the core things in this book, right? And... Listen, when I was reading this book and... I mean, when I was listening to this book and you listen to the different narratives of this book as you read along you pick certain things that were not said initially or that make the story and in listening to the audiobook it's very rare that you find books where especially fiction books that really draw you in as you listen to them as compared to reading the physical book and that's what I've been really really discovering this year Um, because usually in my love for books and audio I tend not to listen to fiction books because fiction demands my full attention and I can you know make up and see this world happen in my head as I read it along and that's what I really like about books it's just that It transports you into a very different world. And um, it's really amazing. It's literally really why I love reading. And I think the past two books that I've... The past two fiction books that I've listened to via audio have done that for me. And I love it when a book is like that where I visualize it while I'm listening and not necessarily reading the book. And that's what that's when I realized, like, yo, aquaiki Aiki Emezi can write, because oh, you're writing for all types of people, and you're making it, oh, it was amazing, I'm sorry, I'm fanning out, but I literally thought I needed to get to that, to understand, to, like, to, to make you guys understand why I really loved the audiobook of this, the audio version of this book because it really, really drew me in, and that seldom happens, especially with audio fiction. It happened with Red at the Bone, even though it was a bit hard for me to follow, but it did happen. But with this book, it just took it to another level, and I think that is a testament to the writer and the way that they write, and then even. Your audiobook narrators and the way they're able to translate your writing and act it out, I believe that is your. It's amazing. It's, it's really your. It's, if that's what it is. And, you know, most of the book, you have Osita's narration, and I kind of sort of picked up his relationship or how he felt towards um, Vivek. And I didn't want to be right, especially in the part where they were navigating how he dealt with Vivek's death in the middle of the book when he was at part Harcourt. Um, You know, in him and... In Osita and Vivek drifting apart, Vivek felt very isolated and you know his mom is Indian or South Asian and his dad is Nigerian and he's half caste. That's what he's known as. So that's what they're known as. Mixed people are known as in well not necessarily mixed but necessarily not Nigerian and not African um people. I guess that's what they're known as half caste. I don't know if it also applies to like if you're born with a white man, a white woman and a Nigerian person. I'm not sure if you're Nigerian please explain maybe um just for just to enlighten me just want to be right about that um and so i don't want to say and so you know and so um you know through the years as he's i think he was feeling a bit isolated because you know the one person he could talk to about a lot of things was osita and osita didn't want anything to do with him and so he slipped into depression Started growing his hair out um, and just not eating and just getting very, very skinny. And in plays in the, and you know, he's depressed, and you can easily pick up that this person is depressed, and the parents don't know what to do with him. And this is why I wanted to point out specifically african parenting and because i feel like sometimes african parents feel like you're born you belong to them you have to do and live everything according to the way that you want to they want you to sorry they want you to and the minute you don't fit into the mold they try and fix you and make you in the vision that they have and that they see right and that is mostly what um i picked up from this book and it's like with vivek growing out his hair his parents were they know that they grew up in a very patriarchal um close-minded society i'm gonna say that because that's the way it was brought up in the book and they were scared that with him growing his hair out someone might mistake him for a lady and then because then it becomes a question of if I see if I'm attracted to you, I thought you were a lady what does that mean about me and they take out that violence on you right make it make sense okay and so there's a scene where again parenting and also the community of african parenthood is also you are parented by not just your parents your aunts and uncle and the people that you grew up around and so ekene who is um, vivek's uncle his his dad's brother was like they should cut his hair that would help him because it's nonsense and then His aunt, Mary, again, his wife was like, no, he has a, let him come to my church. Let him, let him come to my church. Let him come to my church and we will fix it. And... (laughs) Yo, some of these churches, I don't know what they're called, but like in Botswana, they call them fire churches where you go in and they're like, fire, fire, fire out of your body. Fire, fire, fire. And they're basically saying they're expelling demons. I don't even know why I'm laughing because it's not funny. But literally, this is what I was thinking about during that scene and I was literally like, yo, it's one of those fire churches where they're literally beating the shit out of you and they're saying that they're removing demons. It's really not funny. I don't know if you guys watch that pastor's channel and they do that like literally but they're not as violent but that's literally the scene that happened when vivek was taken to this church and it was, <laughs> I'm, i don't know why i'm laughing and he was just so hurt like they were very very violent against him and it doesn't make sense and again back to african parenting you're not fitting in to the mold and I feel like also maybe our parents don't have the tools to be able to deal with things like mental health because clearly I could pick up early on that he was depressed but they weren't able to see him as being depressed and so they tried to fix him in other ways I'm not necessarily trying to get him the help that he would have needed and It was always about saying what is wrong with you why can't you do this why can't you eat instead of actually trying to pay attention to what the problem could be and so um vivek's mother um also had a community of women around her of other women who were not nigerian but married to nigerian not nigerian not african but married to nigerian men and they were called the niger wives and all of these children were half-caste and they created this community to be able to relate with nigeria and just have that community for themselves and for their kids um growing up in nigeria obviously because they were not the same as everyone else and it was the children of these niger wives that then Gave Vivek The space To be Himself Herself And I think that is what slowly Brought him out Of His Depression Having a space Having community Having love Of people who say We don't actually know Or understand what is happening to you But we're here for you And we love you And that is what community and friendship is. Is that you may not necessarily understand what someone is going through, but your being there for them and allowing them to be themselves is everything. And that is literally what happened for Vivek. These people gave him a space to be able to say... For him to be able to say this is who i am this is i may not understand it as well but this is who i am and this is how i feel and so this is how i'm going to be when i'm around you and they protected him and they allowed him they gave him not they gave him the freedom to be himself around him because they weren't judging it and as much as they did not understand it um, they allowed him to be and I remember I was listening to it, and then he was... And it was one of the few chapters that Vivek was narrating, and it was something about how his father had mentioned to him how he's not being a man, and he was like, but was I ever a man? And I was like, oh my gosh, what? And, you know, even in this community of... that he had with these Niger... Wives, daughters, and kids—you know—it was also a safe space for them, also to be freely queer in their own space. All of them, whoever it was, especially uh, for Juju and Elizabeth, who are also in a relationship, and that's just that community and friendship, and how they kept the secret for them, for him, and for themselves, in allowing themselves to be free, even if it was just in that small area of their lives um I really really appreciated that from this book back to African parenting even as um following Vivek's death his mother went around asking the same Niger wives kids and literally interrogating them which was a bit too much um trying to find out what happened and seeking answers and in the way that she was seeking answers was. Answers that would. She wanted answers but she didn't want the truth. That's that's the best way I can put it. She wanted answers but she didn't want the truth. Because when the truth finally came. She was just as upset. That. knew the truth even though she wasn't ready for the truth about who Vivek was and you know she lashed out at them telling them no this is not her son what 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 and they told her listen and I think this is also one of my favorite parts of the book which was also towards the end of the book and they told her I think it was Elizabeth or Juju and they were like listen he might have been your son but you don't own him you don't own him And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day about how this book is really, really important. And I feel like parents need to read it because especially African parents... Oh, I don't know why I keep saying African parents, but I feel like that's the narrative that I'm going to choose because they have a sense of ownership towards their children and they feel like, again, you have to follow the certain path. And if you don't then you have to be fixed, you have to be fixed to be able to fall back into that right path and it's a sense of ownership that they have towards you despite how old you are, no matter how old you are, even when you get older, they feel like they can control you and instead of letting you live your life and live it to your best like basically live your best life and have control over your own narrative they don't own they don't see it as that if you're a child then they own you and I think that's one of the best things that came out from this book that they realized like you have to let people grow and make their own lives and even when the truth came out about how Vivek was queer and sometimes wanted to identify as she or he and wore dresses and everything about that and you know I think it then they it then clicked, even when he chose another name that he wanted to be called by, that they really did not know their son and they did not give their son the space and the comfort to be able to be themselves because they knew the reaction that the child would get. And again, I think all children knew their parents that... You know, if they're ignorant, if they're hateful and stuff like that. And so that's why a lot of people hide themselves from their friends, from their families, because they know them. And it becomes an issue of, why didn't you tell me? And you're like, but this is how you were going to react had I told you one, two, three, four, five. And which is why a lot of people find build their own families, you know, like in what's the show? Pose. Oh, my gosh. Yes like in pose and that's literally what I was thinking about when I was reading about this When you know that community Vivek got and it's literally that family that's that family you choose like from pose and you come together and you take care of each other like that and you protect each other that's literally what it is because you can't find that in your given family so you go and find that where you can and this also brought back a words of one of my friends um that they always say and it's always listen just disappoint your parents like always disappoint your parents live your life for you to the best of your ability because they they live their lives and they can't come and try and control yours um i feel like i've probably given away so much from this book but this book had many themes this book again that I've also mentioned this book is it's a beautiful piece the ending hurt me more than I thought it would it was a beautiful ending but I I wasn't expecting that because for most of the book the way they were selling or trying to allude to what happened to his death as it being a very violent death Is not what happened in the end and I think that's what that's what broke me more than anything Um, it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful book about about a young queer person living their life and trying to find themselves and the community and the love that they that they get from their chosen family and so I think I think it's a very very important African queer book and I think Akwaeke Emezi really really outdid themselves in this book the writing is so beautiful I really really like writing like that I am definitely going to get a physical book um I feel like I, I feel like I've been reading books and I've been saying everyone needs to read this because but like these are really really good books okay um this for sure for me is an eight out of eight point five out of ten um eight point five out of ten more of a nine I wanna say um it's really it's really really a beautiful book um, listen to the audio and maybe read along with um the physical book if you can i know that's a privilege but if you can do that if you have kindle and audible um on your phone or on your devices it'll sync them up and then you can listen and read at the same time but um yeah this is what i'm, I'm definitely gonna recommend the audio book as well for this it's 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 beautiful and the narration is very very beautiful um I'm definitely going to read more of Akwaeke Emezi's books. I know I want to read Fresh Water. I really really want to read that. Um yeah, they are really an amazing writer. Like I'm a fan. This is my first book by them. I am such a fan. Um yeah, guys, that is the end of this review. I know it's been a while. Um it seems like everyone that I know <laughs> via the internet is in a reading slump um I'm currently reading like three other books that I really can't get past but I'm gonna try I'm gonna start another book and see if that can't get me out of my funk and yeah it usually happens to me around this time of the year and I don't know why I don't know if it's because summer is here and I should be outside enjoying the sun but hey coronavirus but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely try and read more books i do have a few episodes lined up for you so don't worry about that until next time don't forget to follow like share uh, tell your friends and those people that ain't really your friends to listen to this podcast love and light do enjoy your day guys thank you so much for tuning in until next time bye